Welcome to the Weed Smart Regional Update with me, Jessica Strauss, the Weed Smart Communications Lead. This is a new podcast in these crazy times as in-person events can no longer go ahead. So each Monday we'll have an expert from a different cropping region to provide a regional weeds-focused update. Let's get into it. Today on the Regional Update podcast, we're catching up with our Weed Smart Northern Extension agronomist, Paul McIntosh. Paul is going to give us some pointers on what to be mindful of with summer planting in the northern region and just give a bit of an update on what's happening as well. Paul joins us now. How are you going, Paul? I'm well, thank you, Jess. That's good to hear. Now, we know the northern region is a big area that you cover as our extension agronomist up there, but can you give us a bit of an overview of what the region has been facing in terms of conditions? Yes, it is a big region, and you're right, there's a big difference in uh, the cropping types we have here at the present moment. So right now, south of the uh, Queensland-New South Wales border, the New South Wales people are having a wonderful time. They're having some had some good rain in uh, March and April, and even a bit of follow up in uh, in late May, early June. And their crops, their winter crops, their baby beans, their canola, their chickpeas, and their wheat and their barley are absolutely glorious. And I, I congratulate them on it because it uh, it looks fantastic when you go for a drive down there. Because compared to the northern side of the border of the Queensland, where sort of the poor cousins as far as rainfall goes and winter crop goes, we've got some winter crops. They're very, very uh, ordinary in some places. They're still mm. trying to come out of the ground in other places. So t- tailor two cities, tailor yeah. two, two parts of the region, yes. Yeah, right. Okay. And when it comes to weeds, what's most problematic in that regard in the north? Well, our winter weeds are the usual suspects up here. Towards the southern part, we've got uh, ryegrass and phalaris is a problem. And black oats is a problem right through the whole region sort of stuff. So, yeah, and, and then you've got south thistle as well. So they're their major problem weeds we experience in winter. And then you chuck in a couple of others like buckwheat and wireweed and uh, prickly lettuce and all that stuff just to add to the multitude. And things like dead nettle and staggerweed also become a bit problematic. And Mexican poppy, because it's got such a low numbers that you're allowed in a sample of grain when you deliver that you can't afford to have too many Mexican poppies in your country. So the usual suspects we have up here and the usual amount of control message we have as far as herbicides go too, Jess. Yeah, so let's get into a little bit of the detail of how to get on top of these weeds in regards to consulting with the big six as well. What advice would you give with making sure that growers are on top of these weeds, utilising the big six at the same time? Jess, I'm really pleased to say that the big six, particularly the mix and rotate, the crop competition, which Peter Newman would love, that narrowing up the row spacings, that increasing the plants per square metre has really been adopted over here more and more. Obviously, we're trying to get more yield from those different tactics of narrow row spacings increasing, but they're also having a big effect on the weeds that we've got coming up. So, truthfully, the Big Six has been adopted, whether it's been a, a thought process or just an accidental process, but the Big Six is being adopted over here very well and truly for those key things of uh, mix and rotate, crop competition, narrow the row spacings to get on top of our pesky weeds. That's great to hear. So let's shift gears slightly, Paul. Summer planting will be on the agenda for some growers in your region, obviously depending on conditions. What do growers need to be mindful of when thinking about summer planting? Oh, look, with all of our country over here, Jess, we really do depend on subsoil moisture. So the first thing to do is make sure you've got subsoil moisture. It's a proven fact that if you're going to go and plant a summer crop, 
in any time of the year over here, you've got to have that moisture in the ground because you can't rely on on the rain. The summer rainfalls patterns come down very hard, very heavy, and a lot runs off. So you might have four inches, but you might only have an inch in the ground. So that assessment of soil moisture before you plant a seed for any sort of a summer crop is so important over here. Of course, right now, you know, it's, it's a big area, as you mentioned earlier, Jess, and we've got people planting mung beans and soybeans in the Burdekin. Not so much grain sorghum up there in that cane country, but a lot of mung beans and uh, soybeans as a break crop are going in up that cane country right this very minute. So it's a big area, and as you come down, you'll, you know, through the region, through central Queensland, down to southern Queensland, as the time goes on, we'll get into that typical sunflower, that maize, the grain sorghum that we all like to plant at that time of the year. And do you have any other advice for growers who might be thinking about putting in a summer crop in terms of keeping on top of the weed burns that might pop up and that kind of thing? Do you have any other tips that you'd like to share? Oh, plenty of advice, Jess, with that <laughs> stuff. It, it, it's just, you know, the big problems we've got is barnyard grass, we've got feathertop roads, we've got sow thistle and we've got flea rain to a certain extent too. They're the, the ones that we're experiencing nearly, well, in some areas, nearly four months of the year. So you've got to get on top of them. So that treating the crops early, that crop competition part always is a big thing for the future so not only you have to have good knockdowns but the double knock procedures with whatever mode of actions you choose to use in that one or a mechanical operation you've got to have those residual herbicides whether it be metolachlor or trifluralin or some of the other ones or stomp being a, a in position it's control those weeds early in that crop's life it's a major major thing so we don't particularly want, you know, a feathertop road dropping 100,000 seeds or a south thistle plant dropping 200,000 seeds in our early summer crops. That's for sure. We don't want that at all. So we've got to get on top of those weeds early and use every practical means that you can, as well as herbicides, to control your weeds early in the, in your summer crop's life without a shadow of a doubt. Definitely. And what size are you talking about when you say early? What size would the weeds be when it would be ideal to be getting on top of them? Realistically, probably going to be less than a, than a couple of inches across, but I like to see them 20 cent, 50 cent piece size. I know I'm going to get control, but I know also I'm going to get some pushback. My farmers having to do two sprays in quick succession, but really that size is a key for weed control if you're in the north with the weeds we've got like Feathertop, like South Thistle, like uh, Uroclone, like Fleabane. If you get them when they're small and you've got a lot better successful chance of getting them with just a herbicide or a double knock method in the, in the early part. Most definitely. Paul, well, I think we've covered quite a bit there, but did you have any other tips or final pointers you wanted to share with listeners before we wrap things up? It's just reinforcement of the points, Jess, about assessing that subsoil moisture. It's it's more than just looking at the at the rainfall chart and said, yeah, I have four inches up the back there and it'll be wet in that back soil country. And I, not necessarily. You need to go up there and do a push probe or, or an auger situation and assess your soil moisture before you put any uh, summer crop in. Seed's too expensive up here in the summer region, uh, summer crop region to, uh, to go planting willy-nilly on a, on a partial soil moisture. So soil moisture assessment is a key. Early weed control is a key. And of course, then you've got to look after in-crop weeds and also insects later on. So just the usual of up here, Jess, just got more emphasis on doing what we do in the past but doing it better definitely well thank you so much paul for giving us that overview and joining us for the regional update for the northern region really appreciate it no worries jess